0: Nine rounds of golf for $90?
1: Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at TomBernardShow.com. As a golf passport cardholder, you're entitled to nine 18-hole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to TomBernardShow.com and type keyword passport, a $300 golf value for just $90? Now you got it. TomBernardShow.com, keyword passport.
2: And anytime
1: on demand, wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know, I, this morning it, it dawned upon me again that um, there must be a higher power or a God or something like that. Because I was just talking to Brittany about this. That uh, I started working in studio with people for the first time in 30 years. I worked by myself in my own studio, most o- often in the building by myself. And I did that for about thirty years, and once in a while, as t- toward the end of that run, when I started doing this, I thought, "Was was that always a good idea? Should I have just worked by myself in my own studio in my own building? And was that was that? A, I think it was a good idea." And, and then I come in and I work with Brittany. And go, yeah, it was a great idea. Bo-do,
2: bo-do, 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 just to work by boom, boom, myself. Boom. With some peace in my life.
1: Coming in well,
2: here tonight. <laughs> Tom, let me ask you this. Do you think do you think your career would have been cut short had you had to work with Britney in person oh, by, sooner than what it has been? By decades.
3: By <laughs> decades. Because we would have had the world's perfect show and he would have said, I need to retire now.
1: Why have I do another show? No, one tear
3: will drop down his eye after one of our shows and he'd be like, We can't beat that.
2: And I'd say
1: Honest to God.
2: We've reached the top of the mountain. <laughs> yes. And we turned around.
1: It's a summit thing. There's no question about it, ladies and gentlemen.
3: I have been all week. I don't know what it is. I think it's this cold. I think it's something. Maybe winter's coming. Maybe the Winter's exis-
1: coming. Well, maybe the existential
3: <laughs> dread Tom keeps putting in my body. But I have been in what such a s- silly, goofy mood. I've been laughing so much on this show. I've been having a grand old time.
1: I want you to know something. Now, this you might learn something from what I'm about to tell you. Can't wait. Working with me in the same studio. Okay. All right. I was shocked awake last night at three o'clock. I didn't even get to three fifteen this morning. I was awakened at three o'clock by by this. I guess it was a dream I was having, but it didn't feel like a dream at all, because I was watching. And I should never do this. I was just kind of hanging out, and I didn't pay attention to what I was doing, and the the news was on. And it popped back between CNN and Fox, and there's News Nation, and there's new, there's about four or five different channels, right? Okay. And I'm watching it, and it's gonna be, you know, it's this, and it's that, and the border's closed, and it's like, the border's not, I just love the fact that these politicians in D.C. can say, well, the border's closed. No, it isn't.
3: You mean Taco Bell? Yes,
1: run to the border, baby. But I, 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 I had this horrible... And I think it was the, the combination of the UAW, SAG and AFTRA, yeah. saying the border's closed when everybody knows it isn't, thousands of people are coming over. I was shocked awake by this horrible thing. What? That when all those things come together and all those millions of people that come into this country, I got to believe wages ain't going to be looking too good in about three years.
3: That's what shocked you awake? Yes. I
1: think they are teeing up our our... <laughs> Our workforce, I'm telling you, they're going to have to take massive cuts in pay. Otherwise, the people that just got here will do all the work for about a quarter of the price. I just
3: got an insight, mm-hmm. and it is terrifying. I got an What's insight that? in the way you think. It is terrifying. I'm not saying Projecting you're wrong.
1: out is a good thing.
3: I'm not saying you're wrong, but do you have any control over that at all?
1: No, I do not.
3: So maybe you should worry harder about it and it'll fix it. I'm
1: not worried about it. It's just when I watch these things, you know, you watch television and these facts are coming into your head. That's
3: not true. You can't say I'm not worried about it and you are shocked out of bed, (laughs) sir. Well, there is that. There is that.
1: (laughs) But I was just thinking, we're going through this deal right now arguing Mm. about income for United Auto Workers and the people that work on sets and SAG and AFTER and all the rest of it. And I just thought... Is this just a coincidence, or did these strikes all happen a year and a half, two years after the border was opened? Is that a coincidence, do you think, or is it an indication of what's to come? I, I mean...
2: I might just be dumb, but I'm going to say coincidence. I hope so. (laughs) I hope you're right. (laughs) Yeah. What do you think?
3: I think it's a coincidence.
2: Tiebreaker! Huh?
1: Like I said... You're very youthful, both of you, so you have no idea what the hell you're talking about.
2: We're just so blissful and, and, and <laughs> young in the mind. No, no, I understand yeah.
1: something. I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm a member of SAG and AFTER and all the rest of that. I never worked at the United Auto Workers, but I have friends that work
2: mm-hmm.
1: UAW shops, and I just, I don't know, I'd like to get their opinion on it. Those people, those millions of people have to go somewhere, and that's what started the whole nightmare. Where are we going to put these people? You know, do we have jobs for them? Are those jobs going to change because there's such an influx of people now that need those jobs to live? Uh, our social security system, is that going to hold up? Because that's where all the money is supposed to be. Yeah. But you and I may never see those social security checks. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, do, seriously, do you think this is just a coincidence that they opened the border at the same time people went on strike and all that?
3: <clears throat> I do think it's a coincidence, I but, okay. I but only because my brain doesn't allow me thank God, <laughs> yeah, to go as nice. crazy down a rabbit hole as yours does. Well,
1: the problem is that the, the, the one overlying factor in this is people's just lust for money. Oh, my God. It's, dis- it's disgusting, I think. Yeah. I mean, the money, money, money. All that matters is money. Yeah, it's great. You got to have some money. You might want to get off your ass and make some. What do you say? Yeah. Right? I do
3: love what you say that, like, are you that lazy and obsessed with your own money that you... Don't worry that you won't make more. Um, but I i don't know. The idea of, like, I, I take on already crazy worries that have no, I have no control over. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, go-go uh, getting bit by a wild raccoon that came in our neighborhood for some weird reason. That's a thought that's gone through my head, and I have no control. I have some control over that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, some of the odd things I think about... So, like when you start getting real, r- taking a real step back and looking at it on that level, I go, Tom, what do you, what do you, what
1: I are don't you, trigger it. It just happens.
3: I know. So, what, what are and we that's do? that's the
1: whole problem. Well, you can't, there's nothing you can do about it, but I still want to know that's a hell of a coincidence if this all happened in the same, you had total control over society at that yep. time. Let's yep. not forget that because yep. yep. of COVID. Yep. So, you had total control. And did it just happen? that all these unions uh, were going on strike and all these people, oh, let's open the border, because we got two things. We need cheap labor, and we have another election coming up, so let's let them in, because they'll definitely vote for us if we let them in.
3: Will they, though? Can they vote?
1: Cause they're going to vote, and you know they're going to
3: vote. I don't know if having people around always necessarily matters for voting.
2: I, um... I-, I wish that was my like, daily worries, like I wish that yeah. was what I was like nervous about every day because m- well, what's not every w- day it's just today. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. But like, w- th- what my concerns are, and like I said, I think I'm just too young to like have that scope of things. Like my my everyday like paranoia is like if I'm a home alone and I go downstairs to like shower. Yeah. All of a sudden, like, did I lock the door? Nope. Somebody's gonna break in. No, all of a I sudden, as soon as I step out. They're gonna. You know, kill me, blah blah blah. Yeah. And, then, and then it's like, oh my god, I got this. Or you know, just the the constant like, boom, boom, boom. I that's what bothers me, and I want to shift to have the mindset of you for a progressive of like, let's think about the worldscape instead of right just focusing right. on a weird yep. th- uh, hypothetical where I get murdered in my own home.
1: You know, <laughs> that's so funny about that? Because that's where my <laughs> thought process came from. Because I grew up in a very dangerous neighborhood with people breaking in, so we always thought somebody was going to break in and kill us.: Can you, you handle
3: <laughs> a chill, worry-free life?: No. I know.
1: No, it's no chance.
3: There's no chance.
1: I got no chance to sit back and go, "I don't give a rat's ass if somebody said, "Here, Tom, here's a billion dollars." I like,
3: wouldn't change your life. What
1: am I going to do with that?
3: I mean, it hits a weird point, like you getting a billion dollars wouldn't change your life.
1: Well, I'd buy a jet probably.
3: Yeah, but like, just you could write something like "screw you" on the side of it, something cool. Have a flag on
1: the back of it. (laughs) And
3: I don't mean it because like you're so rich or you're so this or that. I don't mean that at all. all. Like I'm not as crass as that to be like, oh, it's because you're so wealthy. It's because you're kind of living the life you want. I mean,
1: yes, I'm living. I am living my dream. You're absolutely right. I am.
3: And like, what, what more? Like, what, what would be the thing? You know, it's funny because, like, even when we play the game of, like, okay, uh, what would I do if I won the lottery? Mm-hmm. I don't have, like, an answer because right now I'm working in an industry I love. Mm-hmm. I have a house and a place that I love. And so you go, oh, like, there's no, like, maybe one of those stupid things where you go, I guess maybe I get a new car. Like, that's not very no, exciting. I no, I know. But, like, you go, that's that's kind of a cool and depressing place to be is that, like, well, I don't think it's gonna get much better than this, even if money was put in my hand. No,
1: I agree with you on that one. I'm, if, like I said, if somebody gave me a billion dollars, it wouldn't change my life that much. No. Not that I have anywhere near uh, a ton of money or anything like that. Yeah. But I just don't give a rat's ass. I've always been able to make money, so I don't care about money. Yeah. You know, it's a whole day. I started working when I was 11 years old.
3: I talk a big game going, I'd go on so many vacations.
2: But, like, yeah, no, I wouldn't. I'll, I was going to say, I'll be the odd man out here. That would absolutely change my life. That how, would, though? <laughs> like, like, how would it change your life? Oh, my God. So, in so many ways. I could uh, I could have my own place. Yeah. I could pay off all of my student debt. Yeah, that's uh, I could cool. pay that's off true, yeah. my car loan. I could... But your day-to-day, what would you change? What, the, oh,
3: beyond, and I, I don't mean it like you... I, no, yeah. Like, um, what, would, what would be the job you would go for? What would be the thing you would do, AJ? Because I love this.
2: I would... I, I would be able to, I think, focus on like really being able to like do what I want, which is I propel in broadcast. Again, I I have a fan. I'm situationally, I think I'm set pretty well at yeah. Hubbard. Like they have, it's been four and a half or so not years now. Heard, but and it's been... so
3: We've had a lot of meetings <laughs> about this one, but I love this because like it is a weird feeling. I remember in my twenties being for sure if you gave me a hundred thousand dollars my life would change immensely. Mm-hmm. And now maybe because, like, I don't have the wiggle room, like, and not because of money, but because of, like, circumstances I put myself in. Like, we're in a like, I love our neighbors. I love our called to set. We don't live in some amazing place, or we don't have this amazing home. No. But, like, I wouldn't want to move because of, you know, the roots we've put there. So, like, I do love imagining, remembering being in my 20s and being like, oh, the move I would make the, you know, the, this I would get, like, I was more like,
2: oh, man, the health insurance I would
1: have. There you go.
2: <laughs> I, I just, I just think that, go. like, that mindset of I don't have to worry about it would improve everything else. Like, yeah. if I could only focus on, um uh, like, be, being able to go to work with the sole purpose of I want to do a good job because I want to and not I have to because I have to keep this job because I have to pay for stuff and blah, blah, but blah. But do
3: you worry? Because I worry that my work ethic which don't you dare say anything about my work ethic
1: yeah my work work, and ethic
3: my work ethic wouldn't be there had I not had to (coughs) live to work like that like it was a big part of who I am as a person I've never like during the pandemic was the only time I've ever not had a job or like two or three jobs and it shook me to my core. It was like, wh- who oh, am I as a person? So my
1: dream last night, huh? Yeah. So it did shake you to your core <laughs> when they shut down When they society. shut down the world.
3: It was oh, terrible. Oh, and was, then
1: when you come out the other side. It was
3: terrible. I hated okay. it. Okay.
1: Well, maybe Tommy's dream wasn't too far off
3: the mark. And maybe I have I I don't like even thinking about being in that position again. You're out of the mix. I mean, now, yeah, it would be, I'd be terrified. The idea of not having jobs that scares the heck out of me because I've always had one or two sometimes three jobs so were you not doing anything I wasn't doing anything I was doing all because I went from a freelance and nannying to the you know the nannying job done all my freelance I was working at doing some things with WCCO and my talk and they wouldn't let anybody in the building who wasn't there so I literally did nothing and that was my version of hell like, well, that's
1: what you'd always do. no. <laughs> I sit around in my ass and hear. Is it you know, payday? Is it payday? I wake
3: up at 4 a.m. to get put on all this makeup and do all oh, this hair and I, put I all forgot. this outfit. Cousinette.
2: It's the magic
3: of radio. She let me let me ask you this hat. now.
2: Mm-hmm. You didn't have go go at that time, correct? Correct.
3: We were, and this is a little TMI. We had been trying to have kids for a long time.
2: Okay. So we were. I didn't know that.
3: Yeah, we were kind of in the depths of that. Okay.
2: Um, but now hypothetically, if that were the case, you'd at least have her to like, have a, like, I'm not going to say preoccupy your time no, because that sounds no, like a no, chore, but.
3: But to have a purpose. Yes, exactly. Because I was having the problem during the pandemic where I started waking up at, started at like eight and then it was like nine mm. and it was like 10 because, Ooh. yeah, it wasn't great. But.
1: I thought it sounds wonderful, actually.
3: <laughs> you, you are such a liar and you know it.
1: You I'd are such a tough. liar. If I could sleep one day until eight o'clock, it'd be amazing.
3: Magically, you could.
1: I hope so. You there's. I I mean, okay. You mean
3: like the ability to. Yes. But like not having a
2: job is one of your nightmares. No, I
1: could. That would not work out well.
2: You're gonna be so restless after you like. Eventually, you're gonna decide to retire at some point in like 15 years, and then on your deathbed, not doing anything, you're gonna be like, I need to be doing something. I need to be. Let's call into the morning show. (laughs) 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 From my deathbed. Roll
1: a mic in here.
3: (laughs) Thanks well, for giving soon. him 15 years because before the show started, Toby, he told me he,
1: told he, me he has so three de- years left. So depressing. I could kind of <laughs> hear it through the hall. What hole. are you talking about, depressing? you got to face reality. No. <laughs> oh. But I don't you know. Like, you cannot live a long time if you're carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders. Hello?
3: De- I'm not that heavy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the weight of the world. Oh, you should appear at the fair next year. The weight of the world.
3: Come see the weight of the world. (laughs) Sit in her own filth. The eighth wonder of the world. I love that. Her weight every day.
1: This is why I stayed in radio because of this.
3: I just, you know, I stayed in doing shows. It is really interesting. If you get rid of that, (laughs) like, if you get rid of those things, I wonder if you, because AJ has a great work ethic. We've seen it. You know, he wants to show up. He wants to do more. All this stuff. I wonder if that would exist if you didn't, I mean, if you initially didn't have to have it, like in your early 20s, if they were like,
2: you could do, you know, you don't have to work. I, I think so. And maybe, maybe it's driven from like a past like work ethic, but I always want to, it, it, it makes me feel great when I know I'm making somebody else's life easier in some sense. Like. If you say hey we're doing this for the show, I w- I want to be able to say hey, I'll prepare it, you don't worry about it. It'll be ready when you get in the morning. So I love knowing so much knowing that feeling. No, I
1: agree. You know how unusual that is. It though. is
2: so. I I you're the only one. You're the only one in my life right now. Is making my life easier. Well, you know, you know Grant uh, Wangston over at my talk. We just talked he, about this yesterday. Great he's, guy. Yeah. Him and I share, and we—he's—he's he's a great guy. He's yeah. He's one of the guys I work with over at Hubbard. But he um, and I have talked about this multiple times, where it's just like we both have that itch yeah. of how do I make I want to be as small of a bother to everyone else as possible, and that means I do oh, a God. certain job to a certain level, so that. I almost go unnoticed. I, obviously, I appreciate good feedback, but if you don't notice me, that means I, th- I think I'm doing my job correctly.
1: Damn. Well, once again, it just shows you the balance of the universe. I got you and her.
3: <laughs> I've been giving him cancer for there's this. The,
1: there's the balance you've right been, there. You've
3: been easing his pain for a couple weeks. I've been giving him cancer. Nothing so but yes. help
1: and a massive pain in the ass at the but, same time. Nice balance. But I, I
3: give AJ a job. Like, without the chaos I bring.
1: That's true. That's it's cool. like, I point. sleep in
3: the bed, he makes it kind the of vibe. Yin,
2: the yin and the yang or yeah, whatever yin, Yeah, yeah. he's going to get yin, mad at you
3: about yin? the yin, adding the G on the yin.
1: Yeah, it's it, yin. Oh, it is? Oh, it shit. is, yeah. I I I, don't oh,
3: worry, don't the worry. The yin and the yang. Gets, no problem. He gets mad at everybody for that. I could just see him <laughs> go.
1: Well, yin yang is a wonderful thing. Remember, what the hell are you looking at, yin yang? <laughs> was that? that was from Animal House, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. When so. he's driving his motorcycle up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> I still love that movie. Did we quit
0: when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor?
1: <laughs> he goes, the Germans. The Germans. Next day <laughs> All right, we got to take a break here in a second, but I should probably do the weather first. Fall arrives at 1:50 tomorrow morning, so fall is almost here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, partial sun with an isolated shower, maybe yeah, just isolated though. With a high 75 tonight, showers and thunderstorms develop. 64 for the low. Saturday, windy with scattered showers, maybe a thunderstorm, 77. And then on Sunday, much cooler, windy, scattered showers, 65. It is cloudy and 63 right now, cloudy 63. But, yeah, it doesn't look like it rained for extended periods, but it might come and go, something like that. That makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. All right, I just wanted to make sure. With, if it makes sense to you, then we're good to go.
3: <laughs> yep.
1: Okay. We'll be right back, because Sandy's going to be with us in about oh, 10 minutes, something like that. We'll see. I'm so, well, that's true. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friend Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years. I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. And I'm not just making that up. That's true, because I've known him forever. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE-certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, front, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, and at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank Give Sabre heating and air conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my whole family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to saberheating.com. That is S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes.
0: This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy, too. consultation the number to call is 763-571-2410 that's
1: 763-571-2410
0: or visit bialki law.com that's b-i-a-l-k-e law.com
1: there's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name killabrew Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew root beer and cream soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This summer, enjoy the one Killabrew root beer and cream soda. Your family will love Minnesota-made Killibrew old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. Then cheer on the fun. Take it from me, Ken Herbeck, Killebrew. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Legends like Ken Herbeck? Ah! Herbeck, you'll be on today with Pass Holt. It's going to be great. Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. As lake season throttles down, uh, all you got to do is trust the world's largest Bennington dealer, Miller Marine and Power Lodge, to protect your passion. Call today about Power Lodge Miller Marine's limited-time winterization specials. They're offering free storage with the purchase of a new boat. Get double the value if that new boat is a luxurious... Bennington, of course, with unbeatable employee pricing stacked on top of rebates. It's the best time of year to buy, and there's nothing wrong with fall water on the lakes. Oh god, it I do love that. The beautiful color changing cruises, you know what I'm talking about. Need a power upgrade? They'll store that new mortar for you too, absolutely. Prepare now, bundle up your boat for a worry-free launch next spring. A pontoon Passion starts at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Free winter storage with the purchase of a new boat from my personal buddies, and they are, ladies and gentlemen, I still think we're related, at the Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Throttle therapy on and off the water at millermarine.com and powerlodge.com. Oh, and if you mentioned Tommy sent you from the Tom Bernard Morning Show, before the summer is done, you'll receive total consciousness, so you got that going for you, which is nice.
2: this is the tom bernard morning show podcast
1: yeah we were all three asking at the same time off the air why do we have to work with Sani? and we never got an answer we never
3: got an answer
1: he'll be with us in about five six minutes something like that
3: not if i sabotage him
1: that's true you could just block him totally
3: (laughs) i told i called him to call some random number
1: (laughs) yeah just made up a number here call this
3: i said here call this
1: yeah that, that works nicely all right, in any case, ladies and gentlemen, Sandy will be with us about five minutes from now. Tomorrow's the first day of fall. Here are five things to know. Is there anything about fall that you think you need to know that you don't know?
3: Okay. Don't love when things get colder. Obviously right. I'm a basic bitch. Love me some Uggs, love me some like coffee cardigan kind of vibe. But otherwise, I don't know, and I gotta start thinking about costumes for go go. Which is sure. also fun.
2: I'm not sure I have any like lingering
3: questions about fall. What no, are your lingering no. questions? What are your lingering questions about fall? I love the
1: fall. See, that's the one thing about being a Minnesotan. I've always loved the fall. That the whole golden gopher thing, and you look up and it's everything's gold and and crimson, and it's just I love fall in Minnesota.
3: What's your favorite wardrobe? Like what outfits? What do you I like? have
1: on right now.
3: Killing it in the game.
1: That's it. The little short thing and.
3: Yep. Whatever. Nailed it. Short thing, little whatever, overt, little jacket with a short sleeve. And little pop of color underneath.
1: No, I, I I like it all the way up to like Christmas day and then it's time to get the hell away from winter.
3: Yeah, you got to run. <laughs> you got to
1: run away very quickly. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you start with Labor Day and the kids going back to school and all the rest of it and then you move on to all the other holidays, what, uh, the Halloween's and
3: What year did you guys start going to Florida and how old were you is actually what I want to ask? How old was I? Yeah, when you guys started doing winters in Florida. I was
1: 47.
3: Damn, that's a good year. That'd be amazing to do if I was 47. Yeah.
1: It's been damn, yeah, has been that long already.
3: Damn.
1: It's true. Hashtag
3: gold. We
1: come and go. We don't just stay there.
3: I know. No, we everyone's fine with that. It's like 90% of what people in Minnesota do is like go somewhere else in the winter.
1: Probably true.
3: But you just that's a good year to go start doing that. 47. No, it
1: is. It was. Um actually, you know, I was forty-six, and the reason I know that is the per- first place we bought, Alex was nine years old, and I was forty-six, and the address just happened to be nine nine four six nine. Nine four
3: six nine. So
1: her two nines were on there, and my forty-six in between. Ah, uh, you're such ah, a numbers guy. I love that. She was nine, and I—that's why I can remember how old I was, because of the address of that house.
3: That's kind
1: of cute. It was wonderful. Okay, so yeah, tomorrow is the first day of fall. Five things to know. Autumn officially begins at 2.50 a.m. Eastern, or 1.50, of course, Central Time uh, tomorrow. So really late overnight tonight. That is good. That's true. That's wonderful. Uh, The autumn equinox occurs when the sun moves directly over the Earth's equator, bringing the same amount of daylight and darkness on that day. So we should get uh, around 12 hours of light and dark tomorrow. Meteorologists and climatologists split the year into four meteorological seasons, and according to them, fall began on September 1st anyway. So that's nice to know. So we're late
2: to the party. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Deep into fall.
1: There's going to be a special full moon next week. It's called the Harvest Moon, and it'll occur at 5.58 a.m. Eastern. 4.58, 4.58, of course, Central. On September 29th, it's also the fourth and final supermoon of the year, which means uh, it will appear brighter and bigger than your average full moon. And finally, if you hate fall for some reason, winter will start on Thursday, December 21st.
2: I want to know what a supermoon is. That sounds awesome. Supermoon? <laughs> supermoon.
1: Are, are they the one kinds that are literally gigantic in the I, air?
3: I just remember, like, they add words to it. They're like the super... Um, blood moon. Blood moon. I remember I was pregnant, moon, yeah. and I was like, I better go out there and like, be like, look at the super blood. <laughs>
2: like crypto moon super blood I'm getting sick I feel like that's been trending upwards lately is yeah. the make sure you go outside tomorrow night cuz at exactly 8:27 p.m. it's the only time you're going to see this one maybe a star we're not sure what it is for the next 400 years and you're not going to want to miss it it's a once in a <laughs> life I know I don't care
3: I know I'll be sleeping I don't care it's
2: not that cool guys I
3: got in my head that there was like a, it was uh, I was like 8 months pregnant and they're like it's the super blood <laughs> Crypto Banger moon And I was like I better let go Go see this And I was super pregnant So I was just like Yes And I like stood out there And I was like Barefoot and pregnant And I was like eh, I want to go inside <laughs> kind of over being here I was getting bit By bugs I was like This is stupid Because I'm not getting That much joy out of this
1: But I have a question It's <laughs> always cloudy in Minnesota You can't see it anyway I saw it Or you can see it
2: It depends on the night Yeah But yeah, but yeah They'll say that And then well, do you know what you can do too? What's people, that? B- people be doing live videos, just watch it on your phone. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Hey, it looks good.
2: Nothing's better than a picture. Is it? Is
1: it literally a red moon? Then? A gigantic red moon?
2: Yeah, it's fine. It's got like a slightly orange haze because oh, that's of it? like the air quality or something. I don't oh, know. Turned my child into a vampire, probably. It's
3: fine. Don't worry about it.
2: A vampire?
3: There's something I did to her. I don't know. There's something I, I felt for some reason. I felt very compelled to expose this unborn child to this moon, and I don't know how much...
1: Well, it is kind of cool, though. Right?
3: It's a little cool, but I don't remember her caring at the time. Oh,
1: I'm sure she didn't give a rat's ass and has (laughs) no memory of it whatsoever. I don't
3: think she came out of the womb and said, Thanks, Mama! Um, But yeah, there was weird things I felt all the time compelled to do when she was pregnant. I'd be like, if you kick right now while I say this word, that means you're going to be a scientist. I used to do weird things like that all the time. (laughs) R, so I was in microbiome. I I was in microbiome at the time, and I'd be like, is the answer A? Kick if it's A. Is the answer B? Kick if it's B. And so if I wouldn't know the answer, I would have her pick. and I like it. How'd that work out? I passed. Um, I can't say, like, I would trust me in a lab with a pen and a pad, but...
1: I don't trust you in a radio studio.
3: You don't trust me with a pencil.
1: Exactly. You haven't
3: given me one in years.
1: (laughs) Exactly the
3: point. Nothing
1: sharp, ladies and gentlemen. You really don't have a pencil. I know. That's hilarious.
3: I've stole... uh... Alex's purple pen oh, that yeah. drives
1: me nuts. He loves that pen. I you don't know. know what that's all about. You know. Let me know when Sandy's ready to go. We'll
2: do. I'm still waiting on that call, Bob. If you're out there listening, yeah,
1: typical Sansevier.
2: Typical. Yeah. Typical. A massive
1: call. pain in the ass. He's
3: the one who asked for 7:32, and he's he coming hot and be like, "I said after 7:30."
1: We'll tell him we've only got till 7:32 now.
3: I'm fine with that. Because he
1: ate up all the time. We have to be off by 7.32, Bob. You got 10 seconds. You got
3: 10 seconds. What are you doing this weekend? I I was asking you earlier.
1: I want to go to a friend of mine, Jerry Grudel. My friend is going to the the, uh, Golfer's Hall of Fame. That's amazing. Which is really cool. He's been a friend of mine for about 40 years. Here's a man I was telling telling Brittany earlier this morning. uh, If he needed to make a putt, he always made it. And I'm talking about 100% of the time.
3: Did he ever ask for tips?
1: Oh, God, no. I got a tip for you, Tom. Try to get better. There, there's your tip right there. But no, he's, uh, he's been a great friend forever. got a great family, the whole deal. Uh, so we're gonna celebrate his wonderful achievement. And a bunch of my other friends are gonna be there too, so that'll be, it's gonna be a nice family. And, and Alex and Dan and the kids are coming too, so it'll be a family night as well.
3: Um, and this is at Golden Valley.
1: Yes, ma'am.
3: What's your go-to order there, or do they always change up the menu?
1: This is going to be a buffet, so I don't know what'll be on it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, their food there is very good. They do uh, a nice job. Yeah, their food there is really good. What do you know?
3: Because uh, you've bought me many meals there.
1: Oh, did I know this? Mm. <laughs> she goes. Huh?
3: I'd say 80% yes, 20% no. Let's see.
1: Would there be somebody with you? The name starts with an A. Is that what you're saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? <gasps> actually, you know what? Allie, Every time we've co-
3: come there, I've had different people go, "You can use my tab," and I'm always like, "I don't know how to do that, so I won't be buying anything on anybody's anything." God. I've never ever used somebody's tab, but I've had many people when I've gone there. Well, that's nice. Very nice. Bilsky's did that? it. Linda's done it. They've Bilsky. always Bilsky. They've always been like, "Just put it on my tab," and I think they forget that I'm actually a pretty cheap date. I'm like, "I'll have a water." And um, maybe a lemon not, in that bad boy.
1: Not even sparkling.
3: Don't oh God, don't waste mm-hmm. the all sparkles almost. on me.
1: <laughs> they're almost. too expensive. There's
3: far more important people. I'll tell you what, going to a country club is a different vibe. Like even it the is. way they like have soda machines everywhere and things like that, or like I know. water available. Like when I walked in the locker room and saw you guys all have names on your lockers.
1: Ooh, I, would take, I don't think I do.
3: You, do, you definitely do. Maybe
1: I do. I don't know. I've never noticed. I don't I've use I've never been in
3: the men's locker room, but I bet you do.
1: I don't know if I do or not. I don't, I don't ever remember those things. Like I don't use a locker. Yeah. I'm not going to change my outfit. My outfit. i just get dressed up, put my shoes on, see you on the first tee. But
3: your life is so different than most because you could wear golf stuff all day.
1: That's true. Yes, I could like, wear stuff, including the cleats.
3: I could technically wear what I'm going to go work out in as well. And be fine.
1: This is one of my favorite things about humanity. Hmm. Hey, Tom, I'm going to change the time on Friday. I'm going to be on a little later. And then, of course, I know automatically he's not going to be there when he says he's going to be. I know. They never are. When they change the time, it never works. Why is that?
3: I have no... Plus,
1: Annie's a moron. That's the other thing. <laughs> Let's not forget that part of it. I, I texted him. I don't know. It's... I... He, Tom, i got to be out at 7.30. It's got to be 7.30. It can't be 7.20. Can well, my time? I just want to read to so you guys you this. Can
3: my, you, can, my time, can my time to change so that it's after 7.30 tomorrow? And I wrote, can you do 7.30? Yes,
2: I believe so. And then I said, here's the number to Wall call. Wall hitting. You better start believing there, Bob, because uh, right now it's not hitting too well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, just swinging and a miss again, Zanny. That's all we're saying.
2: I would say let's dock his pay, but I don't believe we're paying
3: him.
1: Oh, I believe we are, unfortunately. I'm just kidding. I wanted to make it seem like... (laughs) No, I want to feel worse about it. Uh, Bob Sansford normally would be brought to you by Bielke Law Firm. Heard at work. Dave Bielke goes to work for you, taking care of your workers' comp injury claims and denials. Go to B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com. Tell them Bob and Tom sent you. So uh, as soon as Sandy's ready for his one-minute report... Mm
2: -hmm. You want to do a bit... a a brand new on-the-spot bit while uh, we're waiting for him? Wait a minute, we have a bit? We could, we could. What's the bit? You could just impersonate being Bob Sansevier and then Brittany and I ask you questions about sports, and you can give us a minute report. Hey Tom, let me ask you a question. How often do you shower? <laughs> that's literally. That was really good. Oh, actually, oh that's that's, really... that's a Sandy. That is sanny. It's
1: really like,
3: good. hey, San- Sansevier, you know, <laughs> <laughs> let's get a sports report. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Twins are fine. Vikings are fine. You guys ever eat pizza from Costco?
1: Exactly. You're like, right.
3: um, we. You're the sports reporter. He just always. pivots. is good,
1: though. By the way.
3: I do notice this about sports reporters. They love, you know, they love giving you a quick update about the sports. They're dying to talk about something else. Oh,
1: there's no doubt about it. No like, question.
3: I don't even know how many times the Score North guys are like, we can talk about anything. <laughs> like, they've made it really clear. Because I do think they hit a point of, like, I've talked about this 400 times.
1: Oh, yeah. And I would yeah. love a
3: little glimpse into kind of the schmoozing that, you know, we do. So it's funny, because I, I can't stress enough, every sports guy that we have on is like, no, 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 let's talk about our favorite anime cartoon right now.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, well, good. I'm glad you because it's got to get old. I mean, doing the same report for about 15 different units.
3: I had, I actually had to give AJ Bob's number to call him.
1: Why? Because. Bob, a, what the heck? No, wait a second. I just, okay, uh, well, it's 736, so... That's going to wrap it up for the Bob Sansevier Sports Report, ladies and gentlemen.
4: Thank you, everybody. It's been a lot of fun.
1: The hell have you been? What's wrong with you?
4: Uh, we were at... We, this, is, this is hell week. Um, it started with... Uh, you for know, your wife daughter.
1: and kids? Or just your wife? For,
4: well, no. Ever, all Well, Every very week. quickly. Last week, 4-H show. This week, getting ready for uh, my son's wedding. And my son Shane, the youngest one, had his second uh, collarbone surgery in three weeks. Why? Mm. The first one didn't take, but the oh. second one, the uh-huh. guy who did it over at Regions, is from what people tell me, he's the best in the world, and they've come from the Middle East to have him do work on their shoulders with big satchels of money because so, they don't have health partners or Blue Cross over there.
1: What happened to your son's shoulder?
4: He got kicked. I what? think I told you about it a few weeks By ago. By a horse? Yeah, there's You know, those oh. animals. That that. Oh. Yeah, and, and Tommy, here, here's oh. what, the thing that was different about it. Sam had both collarbones broken, but it was in the middle of the collarbone. This one separated from the sternum, and it was it was pushed. And this is why it was emergency surgery three weeks ago. It was pushed against an artery, so the doctor had never. I mean, he'd only seen it one other time. The one who did it did a good job with it, but he you know he he thought the uh, sutures would hold. But this this uh, doctor now did what he did. He was unbelievable.
1: Well, I'm glad uh, to hear Dr.
4: that, Dr. Cole. I mean, if you ever have a shoulder, scapula, or uh, or sh- anything with your shoulder area, the collarbone, this guy is considered one of the, if not the best in the world because he's he's done. He he was telling me that other it's an area of the body that just doesn't have a lot of focus on it or specialization.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And you think it would be?
1: Yeah, you would think. But, no, you're absolutely right.
4: But anyway, yeah. So that and then you know, getting ready for a wedding is just it's been uh, it's been hell week.
1: Well, you're handling it well, Bob. You seem very even keel. You know what I mean?
4: What are, what are the options, Tom? You know, you're... You, you got you, no option. You, uh, it's true. You go nuts. So I will say this, though. Um, apparently, Mary looked it up. Anesthesia can make you really cranky.
1: Oh, it can. But, Absolutely.
4: Oh, my son is so... He's yep. so freaking cranky.
1: He's <laughs> A little crabby on the way, oh, is he? God, he's just unbelievable. Yeah, it'll yeah,
4: yeah. There's no filter. It was... Uh, it was like yeah, like like you described me in Duluth, except I never really. Oh, well, you were drunk. Excited. No, I was well Well, it's like anesthesia is like being drunk.
1: Oh, here we go. No, It, it was, is? It was the anesthesia. <laughs> it wasn't the booze. It's
4: just like, yeah, I didn't put it on myself <laughs> you know, at all. Tomato, tomato. I took a hit with some anesthesia, and I don't know what happened there. So, you know. Sanny.
1: I've only anyway. seen you tipsy once in my life. That was it.
4: Uh, the only other time I, I told you about the Long Island iced teas and the time when we had the seven Boilermakers, it was maybe three times in my life that I would actually consider myself to have been drunk.
1: Yep. I, you I, know, I, I've seen the, one of them.
4: Yeah. Now, you yeah, one for three. You're, you're batting three thirty three better than uh, just about any twin. Um, and it's going to be interesting. Remember, a week ago, there was a lot. It was, excitement was building for the Twins starting pitching was getting, you know, in the right shape, and you've got guys from the rotation yeah. you put the yep. in the bullpen. But then the Correa injury, the plantar fasciitis, and then, the, you know, the hamstring. And, you know, it's not just this hamstring, too. There's more going on with Royce Lewis. And suddenly, two, the, the leader of the team and the best player, you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I'm sure they'll try to play, but we don't know what condition they're going to be in. Right. Plantar fasciitis is taking guys out. And when I say that, for their careers, God. you know, they claim, oh, he'll be back. He'll play. Well, if he plays, how good can he be?
1: No, I That's understand cool. what you're saying. I I, 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 had that many, many years ago in my right foot, and I don't even know. Remember, I don't even remember what brings that on. Do you, what, what brings that on, Bob? What causes that?
4: Well, it's a It's a, I, and I don't know how it gets inflamed, but it gets there's inflammation. <clears throat>
3: It's a the plantar fascia band in your foot mm-hmm. isn't stretched out enough. Oh,
1: that's what it is. And okay. so it
3: actually brings everything together. And so what you need, everyone leans towards soft stuff because it might feel good. But reality is you need something hard and consistent. That's why they say like the and mm-hmm. insoles okay. to stretch out that band. Because when everything is tight, it brings all the stuff back together and you lose that stability. And that's when you get that really bad pain in the heel.
1: I wonder if that well, comes doctor- from... What- It sounds like it might come from doing a lot of weightlifting because I've noticed a lot of football players, a lot of, you know, wrestlers, they had plantar fasciitis. And it might be because you're lifting so much weight that it would contract. Yeah, put that pressure.
3: Yeah, they talk about those bands. There's the same thing that happens in in a a band in your leg as well that can affect your knee pain quite a bit. But, yeah, it's uh, – I had plantar fasciitis – while deployed and they kept giving me soft insoles. And as soon as I went to like a cork insole mm-hmm. and like Birkenstocks <laughs> and, and Hofflingers, then it was it started going away. And so as long as I like continue to kind of stretch that out, I do. do you pretty have well. problems
4: with it now or no?
3: No, not as long as I like every so often just wear like really good supportive, like pushing on my arch kind of things. Then I can get well, away with some other stuff.
4: There's a lot of chatter about uh Korea that it may have ripped.
3: And they go, that's better. They're oh.
4: saying, it's better if it rips. This way it doesn't be. I don't understand how that could be a good thing. <laughs> why that happens all the time. You know you're what I mean? Right. That doesn't sound right. It doesn't
1: sound right. No, you're right. So,
4: but anyway, we'll see what happens when they get into the postseason. That's right around the bend. And the Vikings staring 0 and 3. Oh, Either they or the Chargers are going to be 0 and 3. So we'll, uh, we'll 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 watch. And uh, and wait and wonder.
1: Well, and as you said, Bob, uh, the one that goes zero and three has very little chance of making the playoffs.
4: Oh, it's like three point five percent. Yes, but then you know, but then people, well, that was before you know, seventeen games and blah. You know what? You're zero and three. That means it'll be six weeks in before you could be five hundred.
1: Right. So
4: yeah, we're talking November before you can get over. um, Yeah, into November before, and they're not gonna. Okay, let's say they go zero and three. who do they got staring at them in the next three two of the next three weeks? Kansas City and San Francisco. Oh god,
1: this is it's, a hideous year, Bob. Yeah, it's, and it's not yeah. a good time.
4: No, for your uh, for your Vikings. But you know what? If you're a Viking fan, you give yourself hope. It's all you got. You got nothing else.
1: No, it's true. Well, since I was 15, the, the team started here when I was nine, but uh, I didn't start watching the Vikings until I was 15, and they've let me down every year since. So here's all.
4: Stop growing that beard like that poor guy did who died with the, down to his ankles.
1: Uh, he, I think it was actually dragging on the ground. He was not yeah. going to shave his beard.
4: Last Viking Super Bowl he, they appeared in, he uh, yep. started growing, and he died like I don't know, 10 years ago. and he, yep. It was long.
1: And he looked like Cousin It. <laughs> <When> he, <laughs> he did. I'm not kidding you. I saw a picture of him. He had hair dragging on the ground, man. It was unbelievable. <laughs> that poor man. Yeah,
4: every year was going to be the year.
1: Yeah, it was going to be the year. Just not quite. Oh, well. So, and
4: then uh oh you know what? thing I want it, it you know some people when I felt terrible, I mean, I liked Henry Boucher cuz I knew him a little bit, great guy. Great pocket. guy.
1: Really nice guy.
4: Yeah, and he you know he passed away. And then it this one that bothered me too and I don't know. I mean, sometimes people die out, oh, you know, that's too bad, but this one Tanya Puckett died. And she did. I, know, I just bothered cuz I got to know her a little bit during the whole uh Kirby, you know the other side of Kirby when I worked on that story, and you know he, she had, without getting into depth, I mean she had described a completely different person than we knew uh, publicly.
1: Turns out she was so, right.
4: <clears throat> well, but she, but I mean I just I I got I came to like her.
1: Oh yeah, and just, yep. you know,
4: only fifty eight, and it was <clears throat> geoblastoma, which is a terrible thing for you know for people to have to deal with. It's a you know former brain cancer, but that one I don't know. I just you know, sometimes when people, for whatever reason, just bugs you. And Boucher bugged me, too. Both of them did. Because I like Boucher. Very nice guy.
1: Bob. And a hell of a hockey player. You just brought back a great memory to me many, many, many years ago. This is when Ocean Air used to be back on 13th and Nicollet, right across from yeah. Ichiban. You remember that. Oh, um, yeah.
4: Well, yeah. I remember that. But yeah. Not, yeah.
1: So I'm I'm going to dinner at Ocean Air over in that old location, and I'm walking through, and all of a sudden I hear, Tommy! From this woman, right? And I'm like. I look around, and here are Tanya Puckett, uh, Paul. Uh, what's his face? His wife, um, Molitor. Paul, uh, Molitor. Mol- Paul Molitor. Paul Molliter and uh, the second baseman. What the hell was his name again? Carew. No, nah, the second ba- uh the, the the one that the, the chucker couldn't figure out.
4: Lombardozzi.
1: No. No, it wasn't Lombardozzi. Ch-
4: Chuck Knobloch. Chuck Knoblock. Chuck Knobloch.
1: Knobloch. 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 So it was Chuck Knobloch, Paul, and and Tanya. And they were all there talking about all three of them getting divorced. Damn And they're like, "Tom, sit down. You're a guy. We need to talk to you about our divorces and see so, if we're doing this right." Now. I'm like, "Oh, oh no, no, God no, no. Run? We're not getting Tommy involved in your divorce. That ain't going to be uh. happening." So Tanya well, I died. She
4: was a club. Yeah, she died this past week.
1: Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Years old. Yeah. 58.
4: Yep. God, she so was young.
1: She was a very, very nice person.
4: Yeah, that's what she was, and you know what. And obviously sad about Kirby Puckett, he talked yep. for years that he'd never see fifty, and he didn't. He he got the forty six and died. God, both parents died at a young age, really. But that seems to be maybe I don't know if this self fulfilling. He, um, I mean, I, I think he. Uh, I don't want. I mean, the guy's gone, but he 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 was not taking care of himself. Maybe no. that's the best.
1: Thing. No, not at all. That's very very true, but. Well, I'm, uh, now you made me sad the rest of the day that Tanya's dead. I always liked her.
4: Yeah, no, she was very pleasant to deal with. As
1: she was. As yep. as, uh,
4: and I tell you what, I wish, wish you had audio of that conversation with the three, the you know, the, the Housewives Club.
1: They because were a little fired up, I will tell you that.
4: No wow. That's amazing. Okay, all three of them getting divorced.
1: Yep, all three of them getting divorced from three of the top players on the team. Wow. <laughs> Oh, well, what the hell.
4: Well, it happens.
1: It does. Well, Bob, I think you and I are the only two I know, you and me, that have never been divorced. Maybe that we're the only two left.
4: There's got to be one or two more.
1: Got to be out there somewhere, I well, suppose. Well,
4: wait a minute. Britney's husband's never been divorced, or was he divorced? Well, has got an
1: early start. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, she
4: Uh-oh. She's looking around.
1: She's not sure.
0: Uh-oh,
4: Uh-oh Bob. He's been married before? Yeah. Oh! Touchdown. Every
3: time when I this, you talk to me about this, you go, I forget Justin's been married before. Oh,
2: really? Oh, wait, actually? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was like a joke.
3: <laughs> yeah, he got married. Uh, he was 12. He was 12 and a half. You know what? I'm always very thankful for all the things that she did for, for all, me.
1: For all the she, things she did let's wrong? Let's just say that she
3: lowered the bar for me quite a bit. Well, hey, um, I'm not say. going into detail. I don't want to air on other people's stuff, but... She made it very easy for me to look like a successful wife. That's all I'm gonna say to all of this, and I thank you. I thank you, Mrs. Artisan. That's a gift you gave me. It's like all of your coworkers, Tom. They've made my bar. I made my job really. As long as I don't stab you in the back, I'm you're good. good. I'm That's good. So you're
4: the rebound wife.
3: Yeah, I'm the rebound wife. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I've been called worse today, so yeah.
1: And you, you will, will be. Somebody-
4: who was married like four or five times, and every time they got a certain age, time to, time, time to, to up- new. Oh right. yeah, I would say upgrade, but more get, downgrade.
3: Am I right?
4: Get him a new model.
3: More, uh, okay, he doesn't have any other children, does he? Or no, does he? no, he does not. Um, I think that would probably come up in conversation if we had a I stepchild know. in and out of our life. Um, I mean, there's always pictures of you with kids. I don't know. That's a good point. I do have a lot of kids I hang out with. No, none of our, no, only one is blood related to GoGo that we know of. Hey, I would take on more. Um,
4: I definitely. (laughs) Wait, wait. Oh, oh, Brittany, I got to stop you a second. What she just said, Tom, oh, him quoting her husband, oh, I I take on more. And tonight, Uh, honey, I got to talk to you about something. I didn't know how to bring it up,
3: but you said you'd take on more. Bob, you've met me. You think I'm afraid of chaos? Like Bob, I'm like you've
1: met me. You are much. chaos.
3: I am chaos. You telling me there's another kid in our life? I got bunk beds ready to go in one of the rooms. Like let's do this. I don't care. Sure. If I found out that he had another kid somewhere, I'd be annoyed that he lied to me. But at the end of the day, I'd be pretty pumped about it. Like especially <laughs> a girl, we get to start buying teenager clothes. All right, game on. I don't care. Sounds good. Well, but here's the, here's the other part though. Hmm.
4: His, her mom needs a place to stay, too. Fine. And we I, have that spare bedroom.
3: You know how much I'd love another, per, like a... Right now, Bob, in my house, I have my mom, my stepdad, and my brother. They're, there's two extra dogs at my house, okay?
4: Are they visiting, or are they moved in with you? My, I my,
3: my brother is in the middle of moving to Austin, so he's selling his house, so he's been out of that for about a, a week. And then my parents are just visiting. I don't care. I the I'm just like merry. Add more. I don't care. I I brought in a pregnant foster dog in our basement last like two summers ago. Chaos is not like it's it's nothing to me. I don't care. Yeah. So somebody made coffee in the morning, so I was okay with it. Like everything's fine. I don't know. More the merrier, Bob. You and you had foster kids. You don't. You're not really thrown off by chaos. Uh. no,
4: that's why it doesn't—actually, the, the more hectic and swirling and craziness things become, it's probably the calmer I am, but I'm just not good when it's like an, a single incident. Ah, uh, yeah. If there's a lot going on, I handle it a lot better. Same.
1: There you have it, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. Wally Walker's up next. Hey,
4: by the way, do I know what time <laughs> I'm calling in Mondays? Has that been established? Or Isn't it just knows? the same time this
3: you is... normally do? This was just a one-off that you what? asked for.
1: What? One week, one more week of the early one, then the show'll get moved later oh, in the day.
4: Oh, I thought it was next week. I thought it started on. The it was 18,
1: supposed 19, to be. It oh, was that. supposed to be, but they moved it.
4: You know, Tom. Before this is done, they're going to have you going on at midnight. You know,
1: Tom, done, on at midnight. At midnight to three. With the cat hey, man. <laughs> man. With the cat man. three. The
4: cat howling at the moon. I don't know.
3: Meow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ollie, shut up. <laughs>
3: Doesn't matter when you do it.
1: Get away from me, Ollie. That's all I'm saying to dog
4: you. face girl. Oh, wait.
1: <laughs> all right, Sandy, get uh, the hell off the show.
4: 7 o'clock. Well, 7.15, we'll talk to you Monday. Yeah, we'll see you if you call in. Bye. Bye.
1: See you later. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Sands for your sports, brought to you by Bielke Law Firm. Hurt at work. Dave Bielke goes to work for you. Taking care of workers' comp injury claims, denials. Go to B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com. Tell them Bob and Tom sent you probably a good idea we can tell him that can't we
3: yeah i think head on over
1: sanny he
2: was a little uh,
1: chummy this morning wasn't he well
2: because he felt bad for forgetting well, he... to call in so he has that guilt i felt bad calling him because as answering the phone and i don't think this is like giving too much away or anything because no. he was pretty open about his situation at the moment but um it sounded like he was like hold on one sec i have to take a call and like talking and he was in a room of people so it sounded like he may have oh. been a little bit busy
1: did he get out of the way?
2: You know, as the guy who's only going to be, you know, I'm pretty disposable, so I, I don't mind ruff, uh, rattling. the Oh cage. my God,
3: no, you're fine. It's just funny that we're like, sorry to interrupt you to do your job for three minutes. Is that okay, Bob? Is that all right, the time that you set? Is that all right?: Yes, Annie. C- talk to you for a couple minutes. <laughs> sorry, Bob. But all uh,
1: right, we have to take a break. Yeah, God he did he moves for about 20 minutes, though.
3: He's like he was in Man. such a cheerful mood because he just <laughs> knew he was in trouble. I love that, when Bob is, is in that. trouble. You can just tell. You guys are so talented. I love you guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's exactly the kind of bullshit you're talking. You're right. You're right about that. Yeah. We'll be
2: right back. A couple of minutes. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at tombernardshow.com. There's a
1: guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase go fly a kite to an extreme and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite flying conditions in the world. Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new 2109S Rockwood Mini Light Travel Trailer. The new lightweights from Rockwood are very popular. Tom hauls his trailer from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko New Market, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, exterior griddle, air conditioning are just a few of the standard features in his Rockwood by Forest River from the place that is your ultimate RV headquarters since 1965. This is Tom Bernard. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. I'm here talking with my friends Michael Bilski and Brad Huckle of North American Banking Company. Guys, it seems like banking has changed quite a bit since you first opened your doors
2: in 1998. Yes and no. In 98, we didn't have online and mobile banking like we do today. Many banking processes have also changed. One thing that hasn't changed is we still provide a true community bank experience right here in the Twin Cities. Our team takes the
3: time to get to know our customers and their goals. This creates a relationship that is unique in banking today and one our customers appreciate. It's why we like to say we provide a better banking experience.
1: You're absolutely right Brad, I've been a customer for a long time. The service your team provides is phenomenal. Thanks Tommy. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine as lake season throttles down. Trust the world's largest Bennington dealer, Miller Marine and Power Lodge, to protect your passion. Call today about Power Lodge Miller Marine's limited-time winterization specials. They're offering free storage with the purchase of a new boat. Get double the value if that new boat is a luxurious, I said luxurious Bennington, with unbeatable employee pricing stacked on top of rebates. This is the best time of the year to buy, and there's nothing wrong with fall water on the lakes with beautiful color-changing cruises. You know what I'm talking about. Need a power upgrade? They'll store that new motor. Order for you too. Prepare now and bundle up your boat for a worry free launch next spring. Pontoon Passion starts at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Free winter storage with the purchase of a new boat from my personal buddies at The Lodge and Miller Marine. Throttle therapy on and off the water at millermarine.com and of course, powerlodge.com. Oh, and if you mention Tommy sent you from the Tom Bernard Morning Show, before the uh, summer is done, you'll receive total consciousness. So you got that going for you. Which